But see the thing about John Hughes, I mean, even though laughing, and he's he's quite a jovial sort of guy. He's he's quite a decent coach, you know. What I mean, I think he's actually he's actually good, you know. Some of the stuff he talks about is funny, but you know, he's he's the sort of guy that you you could see if you're a player, you would play for him, you know. What I mean, I can't really see that much with Lennon, but anyway. Yeah, geez, John Hughes will be he's, he'll be he'll be seven o'clock and half seven on a Sunday night. He'll be on it. Shelley's worked herself into the ground for the Scotland women's team I think she's got a couple of avenues that she could pursue now she could look at digging into media when the Scottish fans love her being in the sports scene and uh, covering the cup final she was brilliant I'd like to see her though and in, in, get into the men's game I'd like to see her getting right in there into the changing room Shelley would be fine with that into the baths washing and the drying and in the showers with the boys I've done two first division promotions manager of the year first division Three cup finals, um, one Scottish Cup, three teams into Europe, for the, two for the first fucking time in their history. Oh, sorry, apologies. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, a new dawn. Uh, it's, it's myself and Mikey Dahl today. Hi Michael, how are you getting on? I'm, I'm well, thanks Paul. Yeah, I'm pretty good myself. I had a good, a good day today. A really good day today. It was lovely and sunny in Ireland, and yeah, it was just a bit of exercise, happy out yourself. It does feel like spring has sprung a wee bit, doesn't it? It's been nice down here in the last couple of days, and it gives you that wee, that wee spring in your step, quite literally, yeah. you know. So it's been good. Well, I've got the rose. It rained a lot, but I've got these roses. I've put one rose in, so I've got a couple more to put in the front garden, and I'm going to be happy. I've got nice. this thing about Rachel likes the roses. She, she sits in the front. Uh, front uh, room and looks out to the so she she liked the, the roses the last couple of years so we got another couple of them so I need to get them in just now but I love all that now I just love it I love it get yourself a nice arch or something well I don't like climbing things actually I'm not a cl- I don't like things climbing but I like <laughs> the ones I don't know why it's so strange but uh, yeah it's, it's a good. real issue see when you see when you promise someone a rose garden it's a it's a problem I mean I've not the thing is <laughs> I have not cracked that joke at all I mean <laughs> <laughs> oh. middle age you having a middle age crisis yeah I uh, I I know this is, uh, but this is Paul Kane, I suppose, isn't it? I, I've got a habit of giving out random roses to women in the street. The chocolates or the no, oh. the roses. My roses <laughs> that I make. And like if people come to the house, I give all the all the women in the car a rose and stuff for that. And then last year, one of the one of the women said to us that she, so she's Lydia's Lydia's uh, one of Lydia's playdates mother, and she said to me, she said, "I've never been given a rose." I was like, all oh, right, okay. And she's like, it was really nice of you. Thanks a lot for giving me the rose. And I just went, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. You make the, the rose between two thorns joke? No, just <laughs> got a picture of <laughs> Just I'm just that old guy nowadays giving out roses, you know what I mean? 
Oh, I'm delighted. It's such a good thing. So that's what, that's what spring means to me, and I'm going to try and get my, my grass perfect this year. That's the big thing. I mean, we've just we've just had turf laid, uh, <laughs> so that's going to be my big task as well. I didn't lay it, obviously, but I'm going to have to cultivate it. Cultivate so it. I, I'll be... I'll, Mate, mate, give you a give you a call on on well, grass matters of grass. Well, apparently, uh, you, you're uh, I suppose this is tied to Celtic and Irish stuff. But if you if you plant potatoes, mm-hmm. if you plant potatoes this year, plant them deep in your grass. And just and let the potatoes grow. So you've got to deal with the, the for the first year. You've got to deal with this. I mean, it's not going to look great, but the potatoes then cultivate the soil themselves, and you end up with pristine grass. So I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been sneaking potato stuff into my grass on the cutie because <laughs> obviously people will think I'm crazy. Yeah, so I've been doing that. So yeah, so but if you if you get it just now, there's loads of potatoes in the in the woodies and all the whatever B and Q potatoes. Just can fire a few in, and you it's it just. Whatever, whatever minerals is in there, they, it just it, it just makes the grass look brilliant the next year, yeah. forever. So, uh, yeah, so that's the spring has sprung. Yeah, for definitely lovely, lovely weather here. I was out for a lovely walk this morning. I'm, I can feel the old fitness kicking back in. Just want to wish I was on a tennis court. I have to go over here and play a bit of tennis once you get your vaccination. Uh, well, we, I, I mean. I think London, England. I, don't, I can't even keep up, but I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that you'd be able to play tennis by the end of March here. Oh, you have to get yourself out. You're a good tennis player, young man. You're a good tennis player. Get yourself moving again, because uh, I, I just can't wait to get back out. So uh, yeah, that's all. And one of my daughters is going back to school next week. So there's only that's two. There's only uh, two of them left in the house. So Lydia's going back to school. So that'll be a good thing for her because she's missing her pals. She's like seven. You know what I mean? She doesn't want to spend all day with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wants to be in a bit. So that's magic. That's no, it's magic. good. It feels like there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Hopefully, continues. You know. Well, I'm the only person in my family that hasn't had the jag, the jab. Ah. So. Uh, not had it myself, but um, Steve yeah. and Martin have had it. My mum and dad have had it, so I'm sort of, I'm the, I'm the shaky nail. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, Ireland's a bit more, a bit further behind, isn't it? You'll probably get higher up the priority list, I would imagine. Mm, if you've got see. asthma, I don't know. Yeah, but. hopefully, because I want everybody to come over for the summer. I'd love that, love that. But anyway, we'll see, we'll see. I've got, I've got plans. I've got plans. So we, we. So we enter in a, a new world, don't we? Sort of a, like how easy was that? Like how easy was it just to get rid of Neil Lennon? It wasn't even like it wasn't even newsworthy. It just happened, and that was that. Yeah, I get, I get we get a tip off early doors and the and the uh, our WhatsApp chat, and then Betty sort of goes, he gets like the first copy of the Sun, and then that's it. <laughs> Neil Lennon's away. And that's it. Done. Yeah, Dusted. I, like how hard was, was it? Like how hard was it? Just that was that. Move no, on. no. And I, I, I'd kind of resigned myself to the, to not happening basically. And to be honest, when it happened, you did think, well, what, like, why now? You know, like that's how how low the standards have got, how bad it's been this year. I thought, well, I, I really didn't expect it to happen because I thought, well, he would have been sacked by now. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, you're right. In the end, it seemed like really easy to do. And what changed? I mean, the cynic in you would say, 
they're getting ready to put some season ticket letters out and that's what probably <laughs> changed. Um, oh. so but then, it's been a it's just been a bizarre, bizarre kinda few months really, hasn't it? In the in the history of Celtic where don't really know what's going on, but you're you but the thing at the start of last week, as I was asking you, Luke Shaw or whatever his name is is coming in. And they're saying Neil the, the press are saying Neil Lennon's building for next season and, and you're looking at it going oh, okay, maybe maybe this is what we talked about that that somebody's gonna happen, a football director and Lennon keeps his job. Because when they started talking yeah. about he's building for next season, I was like, okay, and of course then obviously obviously I put money on Celtic winning the league. <laughs> so you flip one eighty, you flip back again, or you I still went, I went full still oh. up? I've still got the money because I can't cash out. I mean, I'm like, give me a cash out. <laughs> oh, man. I know, I just started getting a bit excited in myself. I thought, right, okay, we're doing okay. Aberdeen game is fine. So, yeah, we've got, a bit of, we've got a bit of movement. We've got a bit of solidity. We look as if we're on it, you know. We're going to give it one last push. And then, like, and then, and then it's, it was Stephen, actually. Stephen's... Just that last five minutes of the podcast where he said Ross County, half past seven in Dingwall, you know, and I, then you're like, all right, okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't put that money on Celtic one the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, they're 27 million points behind and stuff like that, I thought. But yeah, Stephen well, talking about John Hughes. And then, I know, I mean, yeah. I- I didn't think about that as much. I was away looking at YouTube videos of Sean Maloney as I was instructed to do. So. <laughs> he's Sean Maloney. Yeah, he's, he, his other his other point was uh, yeah was was accurate. Let's see. And then yeah, for, and then so you, you go from that point and you're like, okay, I must be the only person in the world that's put money on Celtic in the league. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is going to happen. And then the whole weekend comes. I thought Dundee United would give us a bit, yeah. You know I mean, Dundee United, I mean, they're due one. But Dundee United just, that's it, Rangers smashed them. And then Tavernier's no playing, you're thinking, okay, maybe. So Rangers, then it comes to half past seven. And to be honest, like, I really, I'd enjoyed the Aberdeen game for what it was worth. And then I was sitting, and we were all having a bit of a laugh, and maybe we were all, like, it was a really nice, the point was, it was a nice time to watch football, wasn't it? Yep. It was a nice yep, night. I, I was quite relaxed and had a few things on the next day, but nothing too hectic. So I was like, right, okay, magic. Let's enjoy this. And then it's just it's just that never ending story. I mean, like, but it was the same. It's almost like in those games this year, you just you've just known when the, you know after say the first 15, 20 minutes. We're yeah, we're not going to win this game. We're probably going to lose it because it's just that same pattern, isn't it? Like you kind of start have loads of chances, don't put them away, and then you just know a set piece is going to. It's it's unbelievably predictable, but yeah, there, yeah. there we are. Also, as well as like I keep missing things on my feed, so I keep I didn't realise Christy. I, I must have just missed that two seconds. I don't know why I missed it, but. And then you get the, the the videos of him and and the still game stuff, and you're just like, like was it worth it to miss? You're like, well, I don't know. What I mean. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, I, I really enjoyed Sunday night for what it was worth. Like, I'd, I think I was on the spin bike watching it and doing about ten or different things. But I was really enjoying it because uh, Betty was watching Temple of Doom, 
and the uh, John's Temple of Doom because I'd asked him so he was watching it half and half with his kid these kids and he's uh, Michelle and then I just I just like the John Hughes chat was just so funny I just couldn't <laughs> so basically basically Ur Martin and Hendel have got a fixation with John Hughes that's what I got from the chat and they want to go for a drink with him and they think he's a great guy and they just love him so much you know and then I was trying to push back to it and then they were they were adamant that we're gonna get a drink with John Hughes, which I'm gonna make I'm gonna make happen. It's one of my one of my things. Once I get that, Astro as my dad say, Astro Zanica Astro Astro Pitch G five Jag. I'm gonna make sure that they get their pint with John Hughes because he, he's a terrific guy. So we were having a bit of laugh about that. We we're having a laugh about Temple of Doom. And uh yeah, how many Mars bars could John Hughes fit in his mouth, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then suddenly you start to realise you've watched this episode of Coronation Street before. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. they shout, they shouty, shouty at the edge of the pitch. I mean, I've never heard so much shouting. I mean, it was just like the, the feet up, the the kind of sitting back, feet up in the dugout sort of thing. Just body language, just terrible. But again. What you've seen so many times already this season. And then Gavin Strachan ordering the takeouts for the <laughs> <laughs> And where where was Sorrow? Sorrow just got a pass, did he? Just didn't ball up. I mean, yeah. That that it's, is the oh, I mean you, you could spend days kind it's of trying funny, but it's, it's like a but, yeah. Sunday night and you're like, ah, oh, this is great. Temple of Doom. I'm thinking, I'm gonna get to watch Temple of Doom and I was going through all the the reviews of Temple of Doom and you know what I'm like I'm a bit of a geek so I was like the top 10 things at Temple of Doom so I was watching that while Celtic were playing away and then I, yeah I just slowly realised I'm like I've seen this before I mean, this I, I, a... I, I, I don't know if this is I should admit to this but I was also watching The Mandalorian on Disney <laughs> Plus so I, my subscription was running out that night so yeah you had to finish <laughs> it I need to get that. I need to just get this last episode done. I was really enjoying it, but I I kept that tight. I didn't want. I wanted to make it seem that I was glued to the TV, but I had yeah. one Mandalorian left to watch. See, so the thing is, you, you all you learn. See, so the thing is, I'm one of these trailblazers. I'm not like remember years ago when Celtic won the Champions League. And I was trying to look for a job, and I met a guy in the pub, and I had to admit that I watched the Man United game. I don't remember. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's forgiven me for that one. I saw that one coming, to be honest. I yeah, make the distinction between Ross County away and a Sunday night, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think you can get a pass for that. Even better, you know, Temple of Doom. I think, yeah, that's all right. You know, it's, it's Sunday night. You've got to spend time with your family, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, what did you think of the last episode, The Mandalorian, the, the last bit? <sighs> I mean,. It was quite scary, wasn't it? I don't want no, no spoilers, but <laughs> pretty scary, like haunting. Um, but yeah, I just I was yeah, like Jamie didn't want to watch it, and then she started saying that um, Baby Yoda looked like Vinny, so she's like, "Oh, I'll start watching because <laughs> he's cute." I was like, "All right, okay," but um, yeah, the ending was was, was special. That was brilliant because I've I've started watching it with the kids, uh, just the last few episodes of season two because a lot of it's the same same, but the last couple of episodes are just brilliant, like really good. And your man Bill Bars, Bill Bars on it. One of my I really like him. He's a comedian. Yeah, 
Yeah. The guy that yeah. is here. I, I, well, he's baldy now, but I, I, I really enjoy his uh, his podcasts and his stuff. His stuff. His stick. So <laughs> we've got. Uh, yeah, so we just have a free kick and we stick the small guys on the tall guys <laughs> and then see how that works out. I mean, that's the thing, it's Gavin Strachan. Like, for all his, his Peterborough, he's all his Peterborough stuff, he, he should even, like, know by just having, like, general chit-chats with his dad at barbecues that we guys on tall guys, because, I mean, his dad's got a whole, his dad's written a book about it, hasn't he? Exactly, he's got a beanie's bonnet about it, doesn't he? He was the ultimate wee guy, wasn't he, trying to go over that billboard all those years ago in Mexico? Yeah. Do you think he used to, think uh, Gordon used to, do you call him Mark like McQueen and all that in his days? I mean, it's just... Uh, I don't make it. I mean, you, yeah, you, you scratch your head, don't you? I mean, you know, I've heard some people now trying to allude, and I don't want to jump on too much, but obviously his, pre, his post-match interview was... One of a vintage, basically one not to be missed. Uh, and you know, we kind of admitting that he, he doesn't know what to do about the fact that they can't defend set pieces, and you think, well, that is actually your job. But you know, is is he implying that he's he's delegated this to someone else, and they're not they're not doing their job? I.e., the coaching staff aren't aren't coaching how to defend a set piece. I don't know. Either way, it was just. Um, it was quite revealing that interview. But that's that's one of the that's one of the things, isn't it? That's one of the expressions we won't need to hear again. That expression is is that what do they say? We'll never get to hear the words again. But is that but is that is that is that Neil Lennon's job? Well, they say that a lot about Neil Lennon. Is, is that is, is that Neil yeah. Lennon's job to to look after uh, free kicks? Is that Neil Lennon's job to? To deal with uh, transfers, is that Neil Lennon's job to do the coaching? Is that Neil Lennon's job? Like, they say it all the time. It's is that not. is that Neil Lennon's job to get his backroom staff in? Is that Neil Lennon's job? To, I mean, you hear it all the time. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, as much as Neil Lennon's had a a difficult kind of time off the pitch in Scotland, of course he has, um, but. One thing I would say is that you certainly got the media, the general media like him and are kind of on his side. And yeah, there is this constant sort of, well, you know, he's got one hand tied behind his back sort of thing. You know, it's really difficult for him and sympathy card a lot. And you just think, no, I mean, what is, why is he getting treated differently? You know, he's managing Celtic and he's not doing a good job. I, you know, it's pretty basic to me. That, that that the discussion in one of the other podcasts this morning when I was listening to it. Like Neil Neil wanted Neil would have would over hot coals to get the job, so when he when he got the job, Lawwell was what was able to put in loads and loads of conditions. Right? And you're like, okay. So Lawwell, so that's this cut that's this take this back in your little story world that you've created. So Lawwell's sitting there with Neil Lennon, who's a multi millionaire. His own man, and he says to Lennon, "We're going to give you the select job, but guess what? We're going to we're not allowing you to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Because I mean, basically, that's what they're saying. Everything, not allowed yeah. to do anything. Uh, taking it, leaves like yeah, no ball at all. And Neil Lennon, the type of character that we, he kids on he is or he is, then spent two and a half years doing exactly as he was told. Yeah, 
But, yeah, I know. But he talks to Dermot Desmond and Lowell every Monday or even twice or three times a week. And he doesn't, he sits there like a poodle and laptop and just says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that doesn't seem right to me so somehow, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's not. There's been, someone did say the word, like it's revisionism, isn't it? You're trying to, you're trying to basically concoct a story to suit what ultimately happened. It, he just wasn't good enough for the job. He isn't a good enough coach. He isn't a good enough manager. He, for a limited period, he can have an impact, but the way football's heading, yeah, he's just not, the football's passing him by, you know, and I think Paul McCulgan made a good point about that. There are just guys that, you know, maybe 20 years finished their career or whatever, or the, the height of their career was 20 years ago. Football is different now. You know, guys like Lennon, Lambert, I think they're, they're getting found out a little bit now if they're not able to adapt, stay stay up with the current trends. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that, that you know, Lennon, run, someone like Lennon, he just ran out of ideas really quickly. Um, but yeah, the, I don't know, the thing that, obviously about all this, well, Law's telling them what to do, and, but, but no one comes out of this well. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. There's not, the only, the only people that benefited from this were Rangers, do you know what I mean? Like that's the only people that have benefited from this. Yeah. Um, in my in my view, Peter Lowell is is leaving Celtic under a cloud. Lennon's left Celtic under a massive cloud. I mean, Dermot Desmond comes out of this really badly for me to the point where I'm questioning, you know, is he the person we really want as the major shareholder at Celtic? Does he have Celtic's best interest at heart? It. You know they've all they've all damaged themselves immensely in my in my view and so yeah it's it's a lose lose it feels like a lose lose situation all all the way around here there's massive loss of trust between the club and the fans now I don't yeah I mean who knows they've backed themselves into a corner haven't they they need to do something really big now I, I think but the, the other thing is is and that. Yes, it's not, not the other thing. It's just that peculiar reasoning that doesn't make any sense. You know, it just it just the whole chapter, as you said, of Celtic's world, and it just doesn't make any sense. Like you knew why Billy McNeil was trying to get Morris Johnston back, okay? Yeah. You knew why uh, Wim Janssen was practical all those years ago, right? You understood why uh, Venglos brings in Mravchik, and there's 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 times we you might not see it, but you can understand later on why. It, yeah. Like bringing Lambert back for all I didn't like Lambert, probably still don't. But as a football player, he, he gave Celtic the presence of mind to or this solidified the team, made it work much better than it had been, and, and gave us something different. But you don't understand that at the time. I mean, like. He, 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 at the time, well, I didn't understand it, and then now, now, but that, that, that these last three, four months is just like football for me. Is just like he's not doing it. Fern Varos, right? He's out and slated the players. The players are not playing for him, right? Bye, see you, Neil. Yeah. Right next up. I mean, it, that's what football is like. I mean, you get, yeah. you get. I mean, look at look at Fulham down at Europe. I mean, how many managers has Fulham had since Scott? Yeah. Loads of managers. Norwich have got I know, a new, and, 
It's a travelling gig. I mean, that's why they get paid big bucks. Because it's like, it's uh, not supposed to be for three years or two years. Even even Klopp at Liverpool now, you know, you, you think, does he have just a period of time? And it's not even like, shelf, shelf life's the wrong, the wrong word. You know, it's just like, it, do players just need to hear a different message after a certain period mm-hmm. of time? Um, and obviously, to me, the answer is yes. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I didn't. I don't know what was going on in anyone's head. You know, like for Neil Lennon to resign when he did, like allegedly resign. I know that's kind of the, the hint is that's not that's not why. But I don't know what he he suddenly had a moment of clarity that this wasn't good enough. I, I, do me a favour. You also, know. Also, this this thing about. I mean, Celtic, Celtic are not a sacking club. I mean, what does that come into? Like, I don't even understand what that. What helpful does that help Celtic? Celtic who, are not. Who pushes that though? Is who that, says is that, that? Some, really? Is that does Peter Law proud of that or something? Because it's part and parcel of football. Yeah, that's what we do. We just sack them, move them on. Like, and the, the other thing is like. It's, it, Neil Lennon gave you his all and all that stuff, and you're like, guys, just stop this, this mm. PR stuff because it's utter rubbish. Like, Lennon's going to come out. Lennon's probably signed a deal, or he's non-disclosure, and that's probably that. Yeah. You know what I mean, but Lennon will come out with his wee snipey stories, little laughy laughy, while McCoy's in a couple of years' time, and then they'll have a big laugh about it, and they just don't. I mean, it's just, it's such. It doesn't matter for Lennon if it's three months ago or four months ago. If it was three, four months ago, he could have said, I could have turned it around. You're like, yeah, yeah, very good. But say that in Clyde's, Clyde one yeah. on a Tuesday night when you're, you and Gordon DL are taking phone calls, you know what I mean? I don't really care. I wanted to see Celtic. Like, I mean, do something else. Why yeah. do we give him four months? No reason. Uh, so, yeah, it's just it's just bizarre. Yeah. No, it wasn't it's even... bizarre. I mean, I didn't even feel... You know, particularly joyful when he left. I just thought, well, it had to happen, obviously. But it's like what, like what I've said before. Look, why now? You know, like, and now we are sitting with John Kennedy. You know, if you if they really rated John Kennedy as a manager, and as is kind of trying to be hinted now that he was John Kennedy was foisted upon Neil Lennon. Well, why? Why not give John Kennedy more time to prove he's a good manager then? I mean, he's now got the arse end of the season mm-hmm. where it's completely gone. And, yeah, well, what we're going to learn? But the thing is, it's gone so far now that like they can't appoint John Kennedy, even if they were thinking of doing it, because that's going to go down like a, like a knackered lift. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it just not like none of it makes none of it makes sense. Okay, I mean, what does that, I'll talk about John Kennedy just at the kind of end, just just annoy sorry, Stephen. Yeah. No, 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 but you know, it's not sorry. It's just that John Kennedy just released an interview at five o'clock. Well, I want to talk about that. Yeah. The other thing is as well is the the podcast, like these discussions, like podcast didn't do. They didn't do a Celtic podcast because they didn't want to kick a man when he's down. And what was it? It was the same old, same old stuff. And it's Neil learning this and. Neil Lennon that and I was like this is all very very strange you know 
Like if it was Ronnie Dial or anybody else who just been absolutely tore into him, but because it was Neil Lennon, the podcast we weren't going out for weeks on end. The ones I listened to, and I was like, well, oh well, we didn't want to, we don't want to talk about it because it got boring. You're like, but that's part and part, part and parcel of being a fan. It's part and parcel yeah. of being set. You're not kicking anybody when he's down. It's Neil Lennon decided at the weekend to drive all the way up to Ross County in five five buses. They're on five buses. Did you see that? They're on five <laughs> buses. He decided to go up and he decided to play into John Hughes' hands after John Hughes told him what he was going to do in a pre, pre-match conference, uh, press conference. And Neil Lennon decided to do the exact same when he could have threw the kitchen sink after 20 minutes and blown them away. And he decided yeah. to let, let the game run. So Neil Lennon made those decisions. It wasn't it, like... <laughs> I just don't understand yeah. it. I just don't no, understand I it. But it's what I mean. It's what I say. There's a there's a cult around Neil Lennon, and the media all like they do all love him, and it's like, well, that couldn't possibly be Neil Lennon's fault. Well, like it is because that just happens, and he, you know, mm-hmm. he's not an elite level coach, and Brendan Rodgers, for example, was. So, like, don't be surprised that this happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's all really bizarre and then yeah. and I'm, I'm with you like see after he goes and everyone comes out and does all that like oh yeah you know great he gave everything and oh he's a great man and all that <laughs> give it a rest man do you know <laughs> what I mean Neil, Le- Neil Lennon gave everything to Celtic except telling people how to deal with free kicks because <laughs> at the end of his last his last words as a Celtic manager was like I don't know why we can't deal with free kicks and like there's any chance and maybe is there a chance that during halfway during the season, Neil, you maybe get like a wee a wee free trip that you could get away and work with the players one to one? Not the damn yeah, exactly. no. Sort that stuff out, right, lads. And uh, we've done this for a few days. Uh, we've been looking for this for three months. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look at free kicks. And guess what? We guys don't. I mean, it's just so stupid. Yeah, I it's know. just so stupid. It's just it's it's words that just. Pushed out there, but like if you're an elite top manager, uh, you have to deal with free kicks. I mean, it's just just organization, and it is, uh, it is the manager's or the coach's job to deal with that, unfortunately. And if it's Gary Parker or Mayalby or Tommy Johnson, Tommy Johnson is your assistant manager, one of these have to be saying, Right, guys, let's do this properly. I mean. I thought he wanted him in as a scout, though. I didn't... Th- or was that what it was? He wanted him in as a coach, and then they said no, allegedly. And then he wanted him back in to be on the scouting team. It's like, just going to give Tommy Johnson a job. Tommy really needs a job. <laughs> and he's my mate. You know what I mean? Oh, dear. And Gordon, Gavin Strachan's got no chat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so... Publishing the pub. So the podcasts are all back, chatting away. Uh, Celtic have lost the league. I've lost. I've been kicked out of my house now. I'm have to phone get back home. I can't get back home because I'm the only person that's not got a jag in the UK. You know what I mean? So sort of stuck here. And then we, we we move on. Did Rangers win tonight? Did they? Ah, Rangers. Rangers kept up their part of the bargain. I mean, that was my view in the world. Rangers were going to just get tired and fall apart. So the other, the other strange thing is Stevie G's suddenly doing he's doing a lot of media podcasts and ah uh, funny that isn't it Liverpool stuff so young Gerard Listen, must be the, fancy the secret, barrel I think that's a barrel yeah the 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 yeah I think the secret of 
being a good football manager is is known when he known when to leave. Do you know what I mean? Leaving at the right time, I think. Um, yeah, and I, you you see like the Gerard give a give a big in like you see he's doing a lot of stuff, and I think like it's a fairly obvious path. Rogers was given an interview with that guy. Is it? I can't even remember his name. Yeah, I think he's a Daily Mail writer. Uh, you know, and he Rogers did that kind of file just to let remind everyone he's still there. You know what I mean? And wouldn't mind a job, please. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot yeah. that, didn't he? Yeah, Jared. Yeah. So basically, because because I'm such a big Celtic fan, the my YouTube channel just like every five minutes just appears with. More Rangers content, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not obsessed. It just seems <laughs> it burns out a lot of stuff. They're putting out a lot more out these days, funnily enough. Aye, Went a lot, from a lot, lot of content to, yeah, a lot of funny videos going around, but fair enough, they've waited, they've waited so, forever for that. So. so then we get to the John Kennedy then. So five o'clock, I'm just, I don't know, a wee bit of work to, for the. For this, I was looking at it, blah blah, and then suddenly John Kennedy's interview, and I, I cannot stop watching it. <laughs> I can't stop watching it, man. Uh, you've sent that too late for me. I didn't. I'm sorry. See that I just I forgot to pass it on to the world. But uh, it's, so t- talk me through it then. What, what's the what's the uh, the bottom line? It's five minutes. Huh? So it's five minutes. Uh, first of all, he talks with Neil Lennon. He has to talk with the leaving boss and how that. How that Neil gave it all, gave everything he could. He's a Celtic man through and through. He gave everything his heart and soul for the club, but he just didn't pan out correctly. Okay, you like right tick. And then Jerry <laughs> says, John. I mean, John Kennedy. You, you're seeped in the history. Your grandfather played for the club. And John's like, yeah. And then he's like, John then says, he can't believe it. He can't believe. He's never really thought about it. <laughs> he's never really thought about it, but now that he here, he's here and he's he's taking the team. He's just going to take it and do uh, small steps, build the confidence with the guys in small steps to get them to believe in what they're teaching them. He has made small changes already. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> He's spent small changes already to the, the team. Not that they needed it, not that they hadn't been told before, but maybe just a different... You're like, all right then. And then it starts cutting to slow motion. Slow motion, Kennedy. Walk, honestly, honestly, walking across the training ground in slow-mo. Hey, <laughs> that's a man, that's a modern-day Fonzie. <laughs> I mean, this guy still is... Get, still get the, the knife, the dagger, just oh, a wee bit of blood. It's so good. It is so good. I am not joking you. He is doing slow-mo hand signals to the fan, the players. He's talking them through how to do a... I think he's talking how to do a, a, a throw-on or something like that. I think he's telling them how to do a throw-on. He's looking very, very... Romanesque. Would you say Romanesque? Okay. He's very looks very Roman like, as if he's gonna he's coming down. Centurion sort of thing. Yeah, he's there. Let's get pictures of him. So remember, there was a video of Neil Lennon. There was a video of Neil Lennon. With a, there's always a video of Neil Lennon with the the, the trophies, the three trophies, yeah. or whatever the quadruple. 
We won like 25 trophies. But anyway, look, there it there, look. There's a picture of Neil Lennon and suddenly John Candy was beside him when he was in There's me, John. Zoomed out. Who's he? Is he over the League Cup, is he? <laughs> so he must have oh. been zoomed out the whole time. But there he is with his. Is that one of the things that you wear? Your gilet. Gilet. He, lo- he loves a wee Adidas gilet. See, he's, wearing his, he's got his... Yeah. Neil's got like a... Yeah, so... Candy's good. There he is there, look. He's showing them how to do a free kick or a, a spy or a shy. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, he's our new leader. And, uh, yeah. They've got to they've got to do the, the, the small things in the box. Got to defend a bit better. And we've got to take our chances a bit quicker. Uh, not that the players didn't know this. So I think John Candy's a man. I'm just, like... Uh, honestly, okay. Obviously, I thought Celtic were going to win the league last year, last week. So, <laughs> see if I can get this on. Listen to me. He's talking like uh, Jerry needs to go as well. He's talking. Listen to me. He's talking. On a more regular basis, um, and allow him to go out there and really express themselves and play the way they we know they can. You mentioned the game on Saturday, and without asking you to give too much away, are there some changes, however big or small, that you look to make for the game against Aberdeen? Yeah, I mean, there's the small things that we've discussed already. Um, there's things we've looked at in training, and I think you know this year there's been a lack of consistency, and that's been the key thing in terms of you know not being clinical enough at the top end, um, sometimes maybe forcing things too quickly and not having a good enough quality attacks uh, and secondly giving too many cheap goals away you know because and again it's facing up to the, the honesty of that is we've been seeing too many goals from set plays there's been for what teams offer in an attacking sense against us in games we've been seeing too many goals you know so in the main control of the games have been good it's just again dealing with what comes our way in terms of in our own box and make sure we're a bit more clinical at the top end and then that from there hopefully you can breed more confidence in the players and, and just build on it just finally, you've had various roles behind the scenes at the club since 2010. You became first team coach, of course, under Ronnie Dial and then Brendan, and of course, assistant manager under Neil. Besides obviously wanting to put your own stamp on things, will you be channeling bits of all this three is, of those guys? Quality, this is quality, Listen, I've learned a lot from everyone, everyone I've worked with, you know, all my years of studying obviously the game away from here and internally with the guys I worked with you know they've all been terrific guys to work with learned a lot from them you know but I just ultimately I just want to be honest to myself you know oh, yeah, yeah. be who I am oh, you know yeah, yeah. Um, and as long as every day every day every day comes in to try and improve and do the better for the team yeah, you know that yeah, goes a long good. way in terms of how I work he's a new man he's a new man Mikey Dal and course, it's also uh, he said that he said the greatest lines of all time because Mikey it's not about me or my ambition. It's about the football club and the team Whoops. and those players and their judging rooms. So he's your man there, Mikey. He's your, he's your new man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not inspired. I did I did hear Brendan Rogers on extolling it or whatever, blowing smoke up his bum, Saying, oh, a great, great coach, John Kennedy, absolutely brilliant, you know, totally deserves the gig, obviously, sorry to see. Yeah, it's just, it's just all the whole, the cliches, cliche central. And why is anyone asking Brendan Rogers about us? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I think it was just, we were being trolled there on whatever day it was, Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Roger. Uh, 
Well, I think Celtic. Probably we need a director of football, you know. Well, we didn't need Lee Congerton, put it that way. So, <laughs> well, there's the two, the two cliches. The thing is, you can't, you can't appoint a man as coach without appoint a football director first of all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, is that like as I said the last time? I think you know, and I've seen a few folks saying that. Oh, yeah, director of football. You need a manager. Or... It's like, well, that's not, I don't, I think that's the wrong term to be using, director of football. It is just trying to professionalise yeah. Celtic, like bring Celtic, like, kind of up to date with what's happening at every other club. Well, it's Tommy Johnson, Tommy Johnson's looking for a job. Maybe Tommy will well, come in after, eh? Yeah. I just, like, I mean, this is it. Brendan Rodgers, it is critical for Celtic to appoint a director of football. Well, why didn't we do it when you were here? Like, just, but out, it's nothing to do with you. But out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he, he worryingly sounds quite Brendan Rogers esque there, doesn't yes, he? Yes, yes. I don't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. But uh, yeah, he's very much taking it bit by bit, building yeah. blocks. I've had that. We've had enough slippery so and sos. So uh, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, but just to finish as, as well, I, I had uh, you missed the quiz on Saturday night. We had a bit of a Annie Claire Betty sort of. There was a bit. Of, there was a, yeah, there was a bit of a not well. There was just a bit of energy. There was a okay. bit of a coming of of two legends. <laughs> Betty had a look at Claire, and Claire had a look at Betty, and it was uh, we've all got opinions. <sighs> There was just a bit there, there was a bit of trouble and strife, you know what I mean? So, oh, about Celtic it was? Aye, aye, Celtic. Betty was, Betty was, you know what I mean? And also, uh, Stephen, after Emery's afternoon tea joke, when he, he put me in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Saturday night, he totally he reversed his tank back. <laughs> when, uh, when Rachel asked him about it, what was he, was he being sexist? Stephen started reversing his tank. Out of the bush like Homer Simpson. And I was laughing at him and he was like he was flapping. Like, I don't mean it like that. I was like Jeez, oh Stephen, show the backbone, just come out of it, you know what I mean? Just lay in the line. Don't, so yeah, uh, exactly. If you couldn't say it to someone's face, don't say it, you know what I mean? That's um that's what you mm. say, isn't it? I think Claire I think Claire deep down, Claire wants to come on the podcast. I think she's got things to say. Can imagine. Claire's got things to say. But yeah, so there we go. And and, and I suppose and wrap up is that when these things usually happen like you've got this whatsapp group and blah 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 but usually it sparks to life on different occasions and you would think the day that Lennon left Celtic it would have sparked to life but there was nothing like nobody was nah. bought there was just so maybe Celtic are going to have to deal with us Celtic have got to and of course if you look at Steve Clark and you see all these things and you look at these different and but then if if there's a general sort of general sort of can't be bothered with football it's sometimes very hard to get these fans back and I really expected on Tuesday a big but nothing really nothing, nobody really they've lost it they've lost a wee bit well, there you were, aye no I know no I mean that that's a bigger that, that's what I mean that's why I didn't understand why it was allowed to rumble on for so long no you know because the, the what you're just doing is making people like apathetic really and it's like oh I don't care Um but I mean, that's why I think they have backed themselves into a corner and they need to do something. I mean, the, the finances might not be 
in the best state, but they're going to have to they're going to have to do something. I, I think. I mean, that's obviously you know that's what I'm telling myself. But well, that's yeah. not what, that's not what John Kennedy's telling himself tonight when he goes well, to his bed. <laughs> can you? But be totally honest, Paul, can you see that happening? That John Kennedy gets given the gig full time. I just I can't. As much as I'm like bewildered with Celtic, I, I think surely we. I tell myself a new CEO is coming in. It does seem, I would say, fairly solid that we're going to get this director of football, and it's not a Jock Brown. It's, you know what I mean? But it's going to have someone that's going to try and overhaul the kind of football department. So, yeah. I just can't see them then going, all right, well, John, can you, you just stay on then because the problem's really been behind the scenes. I'm not. I, you know, no, but yeah. what, what I was thinking was, you know, that the, the, the kind of, what the people's train of thought is, we're, we're in really, really deep, deep bother here because all these players are, you know, obviously we've lost the manager, we're having a new CEO, a new director, we're a big overhaul and then we've got all these players that are going to leave and, what the bit that people aren't saying is what if you got a really top top notch coach or manager, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, does does French Eddie maybe sign a new deal? Does Ryan Christie get a new lease of life and go, I will actually all right, I'll sign a two year extension and you know, quite fancy playing in your team. Um, you know, does Chris Iyer say the same? Uh, you know, I'll meet you club meet you club captain now that Scott Brown's away. Do you know what I mean? here's what I'm building you know almost like you know if we are to be believed the effect that like Brendan Rodgers had when he came in because yeah. that's did. the other option yeah because what? that 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 saves you an issue having to go big in the transfer market to make basically five or six first team signings I just love the I, I, I just like saying Thomas Tuchel even if I probably can't say it properly but when he took that boy off after 30, 30 minutes the Chelsea game and just yep. went to him deal with and he basically said in the press says look he wasn't doing X, Y and Z and he wasn't fully energetic he wasn't ready so I just I just went that's the type of manager Celtic need yep someone that doesn't give a toss yeah you're one just now that um, somebody this is usual sort of curveball but Paul Kane's thinking, but there's a there's a there's a memoir being issued by was it Richard somebody's wife? He's a top civil servant in the in the UK. It's sort of about you like Mikey. Says so twenty years he so he worked with all. He was a top civil servant, and uh, he's well with Blair with Brown and yeah. obviously through it. All. But what he said, what so he died early. I think he died. He was a guy in two thousand eighteen that died. Remember? Yeah, I know. I know who you mean. Yeah. But anyway, she was saying today, and I was listening to something, they were saying, it got to the stage where uh, she's a, they were all having big discussions about what the press would say. The more the years went on, they were having more and more discussions about what the media would say about them. They were worried about the back front page, yeah. what they would look like, you know? It was all about PR. There was no much substance to it. And the thing with Celtic just now is that we need somebody that's it can't be like that. We can't have this sort of what's the fans or we've got to have somebody who just goes in and says, Right, this is it. This is yeah. I'm gonna coach this team or a football director is gonna say that this is how we're gonna do it and just forget about all this Celtic nonsense. I mean the 
bringing the thunder back and all that garbage just get back to basics of yeah. loving to play for Celtic loving to manage the club loving to watch us play football and getting us back in a sort of way of, of really kicking on you know and that's all we really want to see because uh, yeah when it's all said and done it's uh, yeah it's all a bit strange but there we go so you enjoy your is the wee man keeping you up at night time or are you you look, no, you look pretty you look pretty fresh no you I can't complain about that. I must say, I can't. Um, I'm getting a decent kip now, so um, yeah, feeling quite. Say so it's nice being out, taking them out in the buggy and stuff like that when it's kind of nice weather and stuff. It's good. Yeah, it's all good. So no, it's going well. That's the best thing ever, isn't it? They're taking the buggy out when it's summer and you just take take the wee one down for a ah oh, magic. Yeah, I loved it. Good. Like give me the give me the pram. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm that man. I'm like, I'll, t- I'll take him out. I, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll go and get myself a coffee and go for a walk. You know, get <laughs> me out of the hoods. My last funny story is uh, Rachel's mum and dad and stuff. Sophie, uh, Sophie was the first born down in Dublin. So it was the first girl for ages in the family, and uh, we used to stay right beside Rachel's mum and dad. So uh, I was, I took Sophie out for a big walk, blah blah, and then. Obviously, I'm a bit nuts. So anyway, I had uh, aha take on me, and I had a watching the video, another great video. Where he's take yeah. me on, and I just see like the whole family looking through the window, <laughs> like, and they just like I was just wet myself. I got my boxer shorts on at the time or something, just like, and I'm singing it at the top of my voice, and Sophie's trying to go to sleep watching the aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it was just like, you know, our daughter's married an absolute clown. I mean, I'm, like, I'm really sorry. Things you'll do to get a kid to go to sleep, though, you know. I don't think she was going to sleep, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. And thanks, everybody. Thanks, Mikey, for coming on tonight. Betty's in Douglas, doing something in Stephen's uh, tied up at the moment. So, And uh, Mr. Devani's he's on the up, so he's just couldn't, he couldn't have said hello to us tonight. Busy lives, man. Busy lives, whereas I'm sort of, uh, I'll edit this, send this out, and I, I don't apologise for us uh, putting a podcast out on the, the times, tales of war, or the times of war for Celtics, I think that's actually a good time to start to see exactly when you should be talking about it, and why things are going wrong, and we're not, nobody's blaming anybody, or making scapegoats, we're just having conversations, which we should be having, it's not all about Celtic winning the league, it's all about sometimes the tough times and having a laugh when we're doing it and that's, I think that's what we did but uh, Mikey thanks a lot you're a top man and thanks that's everybody true. for listening to us as well it's really nice and uh, hopefully onwards and upwards in the new John Kennedy era <laughs> <laughs> no Mikey's not having it please no please no <laughs> or maybe the John Hughes era maybe next time Steve will come and do his John Hughes impression but uh, I think he bought it's another bottle job another bottle job <laughs> <laughs> Right, cheers, all the best, take care Thanks. Yeah, see you later, bye <laughs>